Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. And before that, Rema Worship singing No One Greater. Hezekiah Walker starting off that triple play for us with God Favored Me. It must be nice, yes, just to walk around knowing that the Lord favors you, right? Uh, that he is on your side, that he is committed uh, to your um, success to your growth to your development and that he's taken every necessary measure to make sure uh, that um, we grow and develop in our relationship with him it's the ultimate lifestyle guide with me Bunolo Nkosi in the third and final hour of the program today and I'm so happy to have uh, Pastor Masagona on the line he's our guest today we are talking developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit how are you doing sir I'm doing very well, Simonello. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, before we get into this, right, I was playing this Jimmy B song, uh, which is yeah. titled Fulu Fellow Langa, but I have absolutely no idea what it means. And I was waiting so that I can ask you. <laughs> <laughs> what does Fulu Fellow Langa, this is assuming I'm not butchering <laughs> the vendor language. What does it mean? No, it means the Lord is my hope. The Lord is my hope. Oh, man. That's good. That's good. I love it. I will not forget. The Lord is my hope. So, Langa means hope. Uh, No, no. Langa means mine. Mine. And Fulufelo means hope. Ah, okay. Fulufelo. Yes, actually, Fulufelo. I should have made the connection. Ah, man. As you can see, I'm having a slow day. Uh, (laughs) It's okay. I'll I'll, I'll send you a school fees bill for the language proficiency. Ah, uh, you oh, yeah. see now. <laughs> these are the things that go wrong when you ask for help from children of the Lord. <laughs> see how quickly it escalates. <laughs> All we were asking for was for two two lines. Fulu fellow lang, fulu fellow langa. Six syllables. <laughs> Bill. Um, there's a there's a uh, Dr. David Mulapo uh, always says for every voice there is an invoice. <laughs> I'm gonna stand on that one. <laughs> so I can see that you're applying this uh, to your life, and I'm getting the the short end of the stick. Um, but th- thank you so much for for giving us your time. I'm excited about this topic. Um, Developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It reminds yeah. me of a, a book I read many, many years ago. In fact, I must find it. Written by Pastor Benny Hinn called Good Morning yeah. Holy Spirit. Morning, I must have been in my Spirit. teens. Yeah, when I yeah. first read it. And it was like a whole new world opening up because I had never, ever been taught on the Holy Spirit. And it was just like, hey, man, really? Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, you sort of hear it in church in passing, yeah, um, yeah. but but nobody really takes the time to, to really explain yeah. it properly, which is why I'm excited about this. Now. And I love the fact that we're starting with who is the Holy Spirit, because I think he's probably the most misunderstood um, person of the Trinity. So so maybe That's let's true. let's start there and then, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see how it goes. Awesome. I think it's a very important subject in the sense of also... The main purpose, or one of the main purposes I really want us to delve into this is to really demystify that this is for special people. Yes. Or this relationship is meant for some people and not for some. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the years, we've realized that there has been some sort of an exclusivity that we unintentionally have built around hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit being led by Him. 
that this is for a selected few. Mm-hmm. But now we, we therefore maybe need to deal with the essence of the question of who is the Holy Spirit. Number one, I put it on purpose to say who is the Holy Spirit because many confuse who with what. Yes. The word what simply means that there is no personality. Simply mm-hmm. means that this is an object. Simply denotes that this might be a theoretical approach and nothing realistic. And that's the first thing we need to be, to, to delete from our views and from our thoughts, mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit is a living being. This is a person. This mm-hmm. is a person that exists, that communicates, that speaks, that has a voice, that touches, that moves, as he is part of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. But number two, we therefore realize that, and I, and I always prefer to, to, to refer to Scripture quickly in, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, uh, verse number two. The Bible says the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the of the deep. Mm-hmm. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Mm-hmm. Now, we, our, our first introduction of the Holy Spirit is seeing him in creation. He is present in creation. Mm-hmm. He was not absent. So that is the first, first introduction. Funny enough, the importance of the Holy Spirit is so significant that it only took two lines or two verses for us to get to understand that this guy is here sure. and this guy is existing and he is alive. But number three, who is he? And we, we're probably going to delve in the later conversations of the functions of the Holy Spirit and what he does. But who is he? Then we start now talking about that the Holy Spirit is a messenger, a messenger who has been sent to do a work, and hmm. a specific work in our lives. And we read uh, John chapter number 14, verse number 26. The Bible says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things sure. and bring you to you, to your remembrance, all things that I said to you. This is Jesus just about to depart. And we've heard him even many times reiterating that when I leave, I do not leave you alone. Mm. I leave you with the Holy Spirit. Again, in the book of Acts, there's tearing Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So we therefore understand that he is a saint. He is a messenger. He is somebody who has been sent to specifically complete or specifically do a specific job pertaining to our lives and pertaining to our daily um, you know, um, in, in engagements and activities. Mm-hmm. But number four, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a guide. That is who he is. Why? Because the same way Jesus says to his disciples, when I leave, I do not leave you alone, but I leave you with the Holy Spirit. And that's in the book of Acts. But when he says that, understand what he's saying. He's saying that as you walked with me, walk with him. As I guided so- you, let him guide you. Mm. So we must ask ourselves when Jesus left, what was he doing before he left? All those things that he was doing, he then says, this is now the Holy Spirit who's going to be able to empower you to do those things. He's going to be able to teach you how to do those things. Mm. And that is why in 1426 he says, he will, he will teach you all things. He's a teacher. He'll teach you all things and bring you to the remembrance of all things. Now, mm. he will bring you to the remembrance of all things. So he's not bringing to the remembrance of just all things, but he says, all things that I said to you. So he's, oh, not, wow. he's not coming for a job or for a work 
outside of the mandate of Christ, or outside of the mandate of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Just as Christ came to fulfill the will of the Father, so does the Holy Spirit. That's why he's not reminding us or reminding the disciples in this particular passage of Scripture of other things. He's not reminding us of how much money we should make, what, 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 what. He's reminding us of what, of what Jesus said to the disciples, or what Jesus said to us. And therefore, many people treat the Holy Spirit as something, like a concept, you know? Yeah. Like an idea, like mm. a, like a nice feeling vibe that we talk about. But this is a person that you can engage with, uh, and not person in physique per se, but person in personality. Yeah. And and you can engage with him and be able to talk with him. And I think the, the climax of this conversation in the next couple of weeks is to really get you to a place of number one desiring. Uh, the relationship with the Holy Spirit, but number two, developing and growing that relationship mm-hmm. without actually leaving it to chance and leaving it to concepts and leaving it to theories and ideas. Oh, I love this. I absolutely love this. Um, and and I, I've often thought this, and we're, I'm sure we're some more than others, but I definitely am, am guilty of this, of, of yeah. knowing better, uh, but certainly not... Uh, placing enough of an effort to developing that yeah. relationship, um, yeah. you know, with him. And and the part about him showing us things to come and leading us into all truth and that yeah. uh, this idea that we're not supposed to be living our lives as, as uh, children of God, lost and in the dark about anything. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, when we, yeah. when we have a, a, a friend, when we have an advocate, when we have someone there that God has... Um, given us to continue with Jesus left off. Mm. For a lot of people, Pastor Masagona, the real issue is that because they, we, you don't really get him, there isn't really an understanding, just the idea yeah. of a relationship with mm. the Holy Spirit and the fact that it can even be developed just seems like such a foreign concept. It's like, hey, Kanjan, like where would I even begin? <laughs> What would I, what would I say? What would I like? Yeah, like, like how? Where do I even begin? Yeah, so, yeah. take us, take us through that because I think for a lot of people, it's 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 such an ab- abstract idea, you know, um, yeah. and they wouldn't even know where to begin. Let me start with this statement um, that many of us should really capture and meditate upon. Um, if you have not really started journey and a journey or on a, on a part of developing the relationship with the Holy Spirit. Any desire that is not actioned remains a wish. Hmm. Any desire that is not actioned remains a wish. So many of us sit in a place where we hear about the Holy Spirit, we, we know about Him, we hear people talking about their experience of Him, but we sit on the desire. Mm. And we do not execute an action and a step to be able to take, uh, you know, this to practical levels and to experiential levels. And this becomes very important because I feel like many of us, we sit in a space where we, we desire, but it stops there. You know, we don't take the next step to really engage with that desire. Mm-hmm. I want to read a passage of scripture uh, in Acts chapter 8, verse number 18 from verse number 18. I think we're going to go uh, probably all the way to uh, verse number 20, 23, if not 24, yeah. The Bible says, And when Simon saw that through 
the laying of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given. He offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, Hmm. that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, Your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. Repent therefore of this your wickedness, and pray God if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I have seen, rather for I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Mm. Verse number twenty-four. Then Simon answered and said, "Pray to the Lord for me that none of these things which you have spoken come upon me." There are a few things I want us to see there. Yes in the journey of how to practicalize and really begin the experience of the Holy Spirit. Simon, we're talking about Simon the sorcerer, mm-hmm. who, when when he heard the word being preached in Acts chapter 8, he repented and gave his life to Christ. Now, he repented, and, and that, that's that's recorded in in, in, in uh, from verse number 9 up, the, up all the way to verse number 30. He repented and gave himself to Christ. Mm-hmm. And then the disciples continue a work of edifying and teaching the saints concerning the Holy Spirit and really imparting the gift of the Holy Spirit unto the saints. Now, interestingly, so we therefore see from this passage of Scripture that, again, not only was he a saint, uh, he was also a gift from God. This is a gift from God to mm-hmm. us, and that is the Holy Spirit. But now, when Simon the Sorcerer saw this, notice what he says. He says, when he saw this and the laying of the hands and the Holy Spirit was given, he, he, he offered them money. He wanted to buy the, the power of the Holy Spirit. He wanted to do a transaction. Sure. Now, let us understand. Number one, it is good to receive Christ as the Lord and personal Savior. Yeah. But number two, you've got a responsibility thereafter to receive the Holy Spirit as your teacher and as your guide. There is no, there is no desire that will be filled without a, 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 a void for that desire. And I want us to, to see where I must start. I must start by yielding and simply, Punolo, simply going to God and say, Lord, I need to experience your Holy Spirit. This is my desire. I want to experience who he is, and I want to know him for myself. And so many of us don't pray those that prayer. Sure. We we sit back and we and, and I'm really for lack of a better word coming to a place of demystifying and really downgrading what we have upgraded to a very difficult task. Mm-hmm. But there must be a desire that I crave and I call to God for for it to be filled, that desire. And this simply begins with my my heart and my prayer saying, Lord, fill me up with the Holy Spirit. Let me begin to experience. But number two as much as I want to be filled up with the Holy Spirit, let me make time to study who He is and understand who He is according to Scripture. Hmm. Because then there are things that I will begin to I will begin to experience and understand that this can be only the Holy Spirit. Right. It can't be anyone else. And that becomes very important. Many of us we want to be given what we do not study. And wow. what we do not understand. Mm. And in this particular case, we want to be given whom we do not understand, whom we do not study, whom we do not, you know, look forward to understanding who he is. But number three, we see from this passage of scripture that as he wanted to buy, 
God, he wanted to buy the power of the Holy Spirit. He said, and Peter answered and said, you have, you, your money perish with you. Mm. Because, and that's verse number 20, your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. Mm. You have neither part nor portion in this matter for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Number three, let's check the state of our heart. It is very, very wow. important mm. for us to make sure that our heart is in the right place. Simon wanted to transact with money, but God wanted to transact with the heart. Sure. I want to repeat that again. Simon wanted to transact with money, but God wanted to transact with the heart. So many of us, we want to transact with the wrong currency when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Mm. This is not the first time. I mean, we've seen these things happening. This is not the first time uh, in our lifetime where power wants to be bought. This thing happens right here in Acts chapter 8. Yeah. Where Simon wanted to buy power. Mm. So we must understand that it is important for us to transact with our heart. I reiterate, what is the state of your heart? How is your heart? Where does your heart stand? Mm. Sometimes the Holy Spirit doesn't manifest in our lives as much as we ask, as much as we beg, because our heart is not in the right place. I want the Holy Spirit to manifest because I want to show off that I'm powerful or I'm anointed or whatever not. What is the condition of the heart? God speaks a very powerful statement, which is not only akin to 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 the to the anointing of a king in in the book of First Samuel chapter sixteen. He says, "For I, the Lord, do not look at the outside, mm-hmm. but I look at the heart." Another version says, "I look at the motive." So let's get our reason for the requirement of the experience of the Holy Spirit right. Let's get our attitude aligned as to why I want to really experience the Holy Spirit. It's not to show off to everyone. That's not the reason. Mm. But it is even just for the simplest reason of saying, guide me, should I apply for this job or not? Should I, should I, not even complicated stuff, and I'm going to be funny right now, should I wear this dress or not? That is how realistic the Holy Spirit can be. Yes. But the reality of him goes to the depth of engagement we, we involve, we involve ourselves with him in. And I know we're not going to finish this today, but let me give one or two more points. Oh, no, no, no. Before, before you give the one or two more points, I've, I've been waiting for an opportunity to stop you because we need to go to some music. <laughs> so, so before you give the last two points, and I'm looking forward to them, you've already given us so much food for thought. Um, let's go let's enjoy some music from pastor nay um and omega singing holy spirit and then when we come back we will definitely receive those last two points please do stick around our family is just getting bigger and bigger welcome to 657 a.m uh pastor nay zimu they're teaming up with omega singing holy spirit oh man uh, yeah, gone way, way too soon. May his soul rest in peace. Uh, Pasanesimu there. Uh, still ha- happy to have the music. Uh, definitely still missing the man and the pastor um, that he was. All righty, we're in conversation. If you've just joined us, welcome. We're in conversation with Pastor Masagana. We're talking about um, developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We've been reading through the book of Acts chapter 8. And, uh, yeah, saying some really, really crucial things. Yeah. And, you know, when, when you were speaking, uh, you yeah. reminded me of something that I heard. I can't remember who it was. No, I don't know. The name escapes me. Um, but he was basically reiterating what you're saying, that God is not wasteful. So he's not going to yeah. give us things we don't want. 
So if God is giving it to you, it's because there's a desire to have it. Um, yeah. So if 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 you don't ask, you don't get. If you're not desiring, don't expect to receive anything from him because it's not that he's trying to keep things from us. It's that he's he's just he's responsible, <laughs> and and a good steward. Like in the same way he expects us to be good stewards, he's a good steward of yeah. the things that are yeah. in his possession. So he's not just going to be handing out things, you know, willy nilly. Um, yeah, and not and not. Um, to people who don't necessarily want them uh so so yeah uh but i know that before this you were about to cover their last two points um so i'm please take over awesome stuff i think on the on the point you just raised right Mm. now just a quick a quick one is the fact that he encourages us to ask god says ask and you shall receive knock and it shall be opened unto you you know call and i will answer so let us understand that he responds to a call, he responds to a request, mm-hmm. and we must put those requests in. But verse number 22 of Acts chapter 8, and we've dealt with the state of the heart, he says, Peter is answering to Simon, who wanted, who wants to buy the power of the Holy Spirit, and he says, repent therefore of this wickedness. Mm. So number four, there must be repentance. And I think this is something we don't talk often about, as much as it is very, very critical and important. For the state of the life of a Christian. Yeah. Repent, therefore. I always make sure, by all means, every single morning, every single day when I pray, the Lord forgive me even for the things I do not know. Some mm-hmm. of the things I know, that I was I, I was out of line there, I was angry, whatever, you know, but I pray every single morning because anytime you, ex, you excuse yourself from repentance, mm-hmm. you are quickly telling us you've arrived. Sure. And you don't need to repent. And I can tell you right now, none of us have made it to that climax where we are perfect. We have achieved the perfect level. We have achieved the perfect height. So therefore, there must be a checking of the state of my repentance. Where am I standing mm. in that? And then now, number number five, the Bible says that, he says, and pray God if perhaps you thought, the thought of your heart may be forgiven. Look at God, man. He focusing, he's focusing on the, on the well, the spring that is giving this request to life, yes. which is the heart. Then he says in verse number 24, I see that you are poisoned in, uh, by bitterness and bound by iniquity. So it therefore tells us that there is a state. You know when you when you go to a hotel room, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you're booking into a hotel, Yes. Um, you get into a hotel, you find everything upside down, you find the bed is not made up, but, you know. You'd be like, oh, some guys, I can't sleep here. No. You, you, no, I can't. Okay, is there a bed? Yes, there is. Is there a TV? Yes, there is. There's all those things. But the state of the things is the problem. The condition of the room is the problem. And that is where the Holy Spirit wants to focus on as well. Before he comes and he dwells and he moves in us, he checks the condition. What is the state of the room you want to you want me to, to occupy? Hmm. And this is the heart. What is the state of the heart? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to me very well, check yourself. Look inside yourself and ask yourself, is this the room I want him to dwell in? Is mm. this the room I want him to stay in? And he says, I've seen poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. So there is a condition, there is an atmosphere that might exist in the heart for such a receiving to take place, for such a dwelling 
to take place. Mm. And the last thing, which is the which is honestly the third point, I was supposed to give two more, but I'm going to give one more. <laughs> which is then Simon answered and said, "Pray to the Lord for me that none of these things you have spoken come upon me." And this is this is what he 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 did after seeing the state of the heart. He took the action. Mm. And this is where I want to really close it for today to say, guys, after all that we have spoken, take the step. Take the action. Make mm. that move. And kneel down before the Lord and say, the state of my heart might not be perfect. The state of my heart might not be right. Please align it. Mm-hmm. But number two, I desire for the Holy Spirit to be someone I encounter. Not something, someone. Not it, he. Someone I encounter mm. and experience in my life on a day-to-day basis. And our subject is developing. In other words, we start somewhere and we grow it, we nurture it, we cultivate it, we make sure that it continues to exist. This atmosphere continues to exist in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, if you're looking for the proof, right? Because some people be like, well, how do we know that he's a a he and not an it? Uh, There's that that wonderful um, instruction that we get about not grieving the Holy Spirit, right? Because you can't grieve an it. It's, it's not possible. Um, yeah. If I'm grieving, then I have emotion, then I feel things, then I yeah. definitely have some personality. Um, yeah. And so, and so, if for for people who might be like, no, but I was taught differently. I'm I'm told he's a concept, he's an idea, he's a force of some kind, you know. But this personality thing is a bit foreign uh, to yeah. me. Yeah, he 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 has emotions. He can be grieved. Um, yeah. uh, and therefore, yeah. that means that, yeah, we can't treat him like an it, you know, because who listens Definitely. to an it? <laughs> <laughs> who responds when an it instructs you, you know? Definitely, they expect an it to respond as well. To respond, yeah, like you don't care about what, like who, you don't prepare a room for an it and check the yeah. condition of your heart, you know, yeah. so so really, really important. But thank you so much. You've given us... So much to think about, and and I and I love the fact that at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we must be clear that God wants us to have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He wants yeah. us to develop that relationship. So He's not putting up blockages for that to happen, but He needs us to recognize that um, our hearts must be in the right place, especially in the times that we're living in, right? Yeah, especially yeah. in yeah. the times that we're living in. So much appreciated. Have an awesome, awesome rest of the weekend. May the good Lord continue to bless you and increase you. And wisdom in, and knowledge. Much appreciated. Awesome stuff. Thank you for having me and awesome weekend to you and everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye bye. Awesome. Bye bye. That was Pastor Masagona there chatting to us about developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's step by step, one foot in front of the other. And it's like anything, you know, the more time you spend with someone, the more you become like them, right? And the more time you spend with the, uh, in the Word, the more time you spend with the Holy Spirit, the more you'll become like God. And that's the beauty of it. Well, we're going to go to some music now. Oh, before we do, I beg your pardon, Pastor Masagona. Um, if you're looking for him, he is on Facebook under VTJ Masagona. He's available on Twitter at VTJ underscore Mass, M-A-S. And then he's available on podcasts as well, VTJ Mass. Uh, so, yeah, you can find him uh, there as well um, in case you want to, to, to listen to more. Um, to, uh, I beg your pardon. Sorry, I'm not saying this correctly. Um, the podcast is actually VTJ's Corner.
Yes, that's where you need to go um, to listen to more of what he has to say. All right, let's enjoy some music now. They would sign a feature on Rofia with Mudzim Walifuna, followed by Sanaj and Tamela Mann. And then, of course, we wrap this up. Please enjoy the music. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM.